When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm. Question time. How do you transform your life? How do you go from being in debt to early retirement, spending your days with a sense of freedom? I say this a lot about podcast episodes, but this is an all-time favorite. Dr. John Seforic teaches us in his new book, The Wealthy Gardener, Timeless Money Success Principles, and the lessons you need to know to plant money seeds and change your life. As John says, we reap what we sow, so we must have consistent intentionality, aka use what you've got well and make good choices. You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Compton-Game, where we flip the script on the old-school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna, money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. John sent me a copy of his book, The Wealthy Gardener, and I sat down one Sunday to read through it just to flip through it a little bit before the episode. Okay, fast forward eight hours later, and I was hooked. John was once a chiropractor with a part-time real estate business. He retired at 49 with a retirement income of $240,000. He then wrote a book for his son in college called The Wealthy Gardener, Lessons on Prosperity Between Father and Son. 
This book became, of course, an Amazon bestseller, sold 70,000 copies in a year, hit number 46 worldwide on Audible, and was translated into three foreign languages and relaunched this year by Penguin. And I understand why. The stories and wisdom he shares both in this interview and in his book is music to my soul, and I know it's going to be music to your soul. If you've ever wondered, how does someone become truly wealthy in all areas of their life? This episode is for you. Well, John, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Well, Shauna with an S, thank you so much. That's a that's a great story that you were just telling me about. Your your family has to have seven letters in your first name. Is that what you told me? And then Yes. It's um it's kind of people look at me a little strange when I tell them, but um my mom and my brother have the same initials and my dad and I, before I got married, had the same initials. And so something about I was born in the seventh month, so I have a lot of sevens around me and I I hear that seven is a lucky number, so I'm 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 gonna go with it. Yeah, it's it's like a, a mystical number for everybody's everybody's but got seven reasons for this, the list of seven <laughs> things. You always see the books with a title seven all through it. So you are Shauna with seven letters. So <laughs> hey, I'm glad to be here, Shauna. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. You actually, uh, found me and, and sent me a copy of your book, The Wealthy Gardener. And I sent you a message last week, but I have read through the book and I have dog-eared so many pages in the book that it's kind of crazy. I, I went back to pull some things for this interview and I thought, okay, I should have highlighted because <laughs> I have so many pages, um, dog-eared, but it really resonates with me because I speak a lot about this on the podcast, but it's about prosperity, but from a perspective, I think that feels real and tangible. And that's the message I'm always trying to get out, especially when I talk about money mindset and things like that, that um, prosperity is important, but there's a way I think to think about it that um, that just feels more real, more um, tangible, like I said. I can tell you that that's why the book was published and, uh, I mean, was, was taken over by Penguin. They felt the same thing. They couldn't quite put their finger on it, but it was, it resonated and it resonated with the masses, you know? So like yeah. they're trying to figure out why does this resonate? <laughs> and I say it resonates because, you know, I wrote a book for my son and I, I'm writing from the experience of having done it. And so there's not a lot of hypothetical theory here. It's a lot about the struggle and. And the victory and the good and the bad and, and, and the reality. So, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. And what is it about prosperity that's important to talk about? <laughs> I know this could be like an hour conversation. I realize that. <laughs> we, have we have 20 hours or 20 minutes here. Right. You know what? I think that I, I what's important to talk about for me I think in terms of what I wanted my son to understand was that it's a, it's victory. It's not a, it's not a something that you would have as far as like a greedy goal. It's not about, um, amassing wealth for the sake of, uh, looking good. Prosperity is, is a bigger word to me. It's more than just money. It's a full life. It's money and money does 
help a fuller life. But prosperity to me is a fuller, richer life of using your full potential. And you can certainly use your full potential quite a bit more if you have more money and your life isn't all based around chasing that almighty dollar. So it's, it's winning. That's what it is. And it's a holistic, it feels holistic to me. Like it feels, like you said, sometimes when we talk about wealth, we in our minds conjure up an idea of a dollar amount sitting in a bank account. But I think if we can understand wealth from a broader perspective, A, that number doesn't necessarily have as much power over us, or maybe there isn't that that scarcity uh, attached to it, but we can see things from a broader perspective and we can appreciate wealth, a, a lot of different things that we have in our life. I'll tell you the word holistic you use there. I, I couldn't agree more. I, in living my own life out, I don't know where you... I don't know how you cheat one area of your life and then do well on the other areas of your life because it's all about intentionality. Like you're either going to be intentional with your time, with your actions, with your gifts and talents, or you're not. And there's very, there's a hard line to draw. Like you can't be intentional over here and then, and then mindless over here. And so intentionality does encompass a life. No doubt about it. So I do see it as holistic and an overall idea. And it's hard to be a loser in one area and a winner in another. It's either just <laughs> you're in or you're not. Yeah. And, and to follow that up, you, you talk a lot about um, mindset, of course, this wealth, this idea of a wealth mindset, which I think it goes right in with what we're talking about. Why Why do you think we need to have these things? Like, why do we need to have a wealth mindset and cultivate that? Even if we feel, especially right now, the time we're in, maybe we feel like we're in a place of lack or we lost our job or our business, whatever it may be. How can we cultivate that idea of still having a wealth mindset? You know, what's important is is just keeping the focus, no matter what external stimulus is all around us, you know, the 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 major lesson from the wealthy gardener. I mean, there's a, there's a million lessons within there, but I wrote a book yes. to my son about this. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you think about it, like on the very first couple of chapters here, you read the book, is a farmer who's using only a portion of his land and he's not happy with his harvest. And so a neighbor comes over and of course he says, why don't you use a bigger portion of your land? Well, the farmer says that's a good idea. So he starts using a bigger portion of his land. Okay, so that's a start. Now we, we move into, are you planting the right seeds in that bigger portion of your land? And so you have to get the seeds straightened out. It's a classic metaphor. And even you, once you do that, if you plant on you know the biggest portion of your land, you're planting the right seeds, you still have to figure out the idea that what you do after the work is over, that small little choices you make day to day to day, they still matter a lot in terms of what you end up with in the end, you know, over time. And so it all comes down to this consistent daily intentionality. And that's what it's all about. So yeah, I, I think that that's the main thing. What is intentionality? It's controlling your mind. It's being mindful. It's choosing that. Like I can tell you that my own, my own practice every day of my life, including this day, is to close my eyes and envision my future and feel that future and experience that. Why do I do that? It sets the intentionality. It gets you in the river of, of what you're heading toward. And then you'd make the right actions, the right choices, and you do the right stuff. You think the right thoughts once you're in that river of whatever your intention is. I love that. I mean, I, I do that every day and <laughs> I actually created a product around it. Um, I have a money mindset journal, which is 
that practice of doing that every day because I believe it's so important. I mean, it's changed my life. I've seen it change so many other people's lives. I'm curious, though, where do we get stuck? Because there's an element of that that feels very easy, right? I close my eyes. I think about where I want to go or what I want my life to be like. But then I open my eyes and that reality doesn't quite <laughs> line up with that. So yes. where do we get stuck in that process? I will tell you this, uh, Shauna, the, the frustration that you're probably going to find with your journal is that while it's perfect, it's exactly what people need, you're going to find the frustration that there's so many people that need it, just don't do it. And then the reason is it's just easier not to. People just get floating and floating along and they're not mindful. It's, it's the biggest thing we have to challenge ourselves with. The things that are really important long term, they're easy to do. They really are. But they're also easy not to do. And because they're easy not to do, you just forget about them. You, you'll see a million people do that. And I would say this, the number one struggle that you're talking about there, what, where do we get off, uh, off out of line? It's it's always a frustration to me even, and I understand the process now that I'm 55, that a lot of the things you do every day of your life really look like they have little impact for that day. Right, yeah. There's no feedback today, but that's the big thing long term. Like, it's what you eat today. Well, if you eat right today and you exercise right today, it's not going to make a big dent into your health, but it will if you do that consistently over time for two years. And it's the same thing with wealth, the little things. Over time, that's the game. And it's completely invisible. Like you said, once you open your eyes, you look around and you see a different picture. And the things you're doing don't add up today. Mm, yeah, right. They do over time. And that's I that's part of the human condition, right? Is we don't we don't see that cumulative effect that if we if we add those things up, it does start to change us. I think it's the big game. It's the real game uh, because people yeah. are always looking for that lottery ticket type of right. achievement, you know, the big break. And it's, yeah, like the big break in life will move you ahead and you're going to have whatever you want eventually if you have a big break. Well, yeah, it happens. I get that. So does the lottery happen. I get that. But it happens so rarely that you, you can't pin your hopes on that. Forget that. It's all about the little, tiny, invisible things that, that I would always call consistent intentionality. It just comes back to that non-stop over and over until the harvest grows. That's how it works. You're planting seeds day after day after day until the harvest grows. And that's not real exciting when you're sticking an acorn <laughs> in the ground. You can look at that and nothing's happened after a year. That's how it is in this life. But that's the game of wealth. But I think that is such a brilliant analogy because all of us, whether we've planted a garden or not, understand the concept of you take seeds or, or whatever it may be and you put it in the ground and you've got to water it, you've got to fertilize it, and it doesn't just sprout overnight. It takes some time. And I think those analogies are so important because it takes our brain to a different place and maybe we can understand money and these daily intentional actions from that different perspective and look at our own lives and say, okay, what are some of the things that I could actually start doing today? And maybe they're more impactful than you than you might think. Absolutely. Absolutely, Shannon. That's why I wrote so I use so many storytelling um techniques to try to convey the, you know the message I was trying to convey in the books like and I would say this as far as what you're talking about exactly if there's a story in the 
a book where the wealthy gardener takes his protege Jimmy out to the uh, to uh, an area. He's trying to explain how wealth works. And Jimmy, he says, I want you to plant a 500-acre oak forest, and I want you to do this in one year. How are you going to do that? Well, Jimmy starts to figure it out. He eventually comes to the conclusion that there's 500 acres, there's 50 weeks in a year, and so you're going to break that down to 10 acres a week. Well, oak trees are big. You're going to have to plant those up, uh, you know, a, apart from one another. So you're going to have to stuff an acorn in the ground, maybe 30 feet apart. You know, it's going to, but 10 acres, it's, you know, you, you can cover that. And so he's doing this in his free time and he's planting these little oak, these little, uh, you know, acorns. Thing about it is, is that at the end of that year, he's put in all this time after his job because he's got to eat first. This is all his free time. He's planting this oak forest. He can look back over 500 acres, and you know what he sees? Dirt. Hmm, There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. And that's exactly how wealth works. Now, break that process into five years. It's still not rewarding you in a day. But boy, 25 years from then, you're going to look it over and say, I can't believe this. And that's how it grew in my own life. You know, it's just slowly over time. And a lot of the growth is back-ended, just like it would be for that oak forest. So, yeah, that's why we teach in parables sometimes. Yeah, well, I definitely want to get into your story. But before we do that, I wanted to share, I mean, like I said, there's so many passages in the book that I dog-deared that just totally stand out to me. But there was one I really wanted to talk about. You say, uh, you write, start with a goal of prosperity, and I mean an exact amount of money, and give it a completion date. Then then grow to be worthy of it. Expand your mind until you no longer fit into your current environment. You will then witness that all gardens grow from the mind of the gardener. And then you go on to say, set impossible goals and then apply yourself to activities that impact the realization of these goals. And I, I love everything about that. What is the, I mean, we, we talking about this, but the power of goal setting how does that work to to shift our brain like if we're really intentional with the with the goals and we really set that exact amount of money how does that work mechanically in us to help us actually achieve that <laughs> we can go really 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 deep on this uh in terms of reticular activating systems of the yes. brain and all, all this kind of stuff you know i'm not sure if that's what you want to get into those weeds or not um, no but play in those weeds i i think it's important to understand that I think in context, uh, what the portion of the book was meaningful to me. There are certain portions where you do, you, you pull out this, okay, and you're making kind of a summary statement and then you pull back. And, you know, in, especially when you're writing a story like this. And I think in context, uh, again, the wealthy gardener was trying to explain to Jimmy, uh, how, how he got the end of what he got. You know, he, he had a big farm, he had a vineyard and a winery. And then he started Jimmy, his protege, off with this tiny little vegetable garden. And he said, this is exactly the same plot that I started with. And he mm. says, don't you think that from what you're, where you're starting, what I ended up with is impossible? And Jimmy says, absolutely. It's impossible. And the wealthy gardener says, it is impossible. It's impossible from the standpoint of getting from that point to the end. But if you just increase that garden a little bit in size... And then you grow and to be able to handle that. And then you do it again and do it again. And you just chip away at it. You you make it a little bigger and you grow into that. 
That's the process of bringing something really small to something really big. And it's not impossible then because you grow yourself along with the demands of your life. So that was the context of it. Um, in terms of the what happens in the brain, yeah. I mean, if, if when I, I believe a lot of things, I, when, I fo- when I sit down and I deliberately control my intentionality, which is focusing on that which I want in the future, uh, it's, there's no question that I start to see opportunities in my life that I think always exist, but you just don't see them if your mind's not focused. And so you'll be alerted to opportunities. The right book might come into your life, and you might not notice that until you have your mind on something. And all of a sudden, you know, it becomes like a magnet with, with a lot of filings around it where you're attracting, you notice this right person might have something for you. But if your mind's not on it, you wouldn't. And so, you know, it's eventually you, you get all these different things. And if you ask me, now I believe in even more, uh, you know, if you, if you read my book, you'll see that I speak of an inner wisdom. I really, I really believe that's one of the most important things in the whole game. Because we always say, well, you know, we trust our intuition. We get a gut feeling about this. Well, gut feelings can be really wrong. <laughs> really <Yes>. wrong. <laughs> and gut feelings, but, but you can get a lot better with a gut feeling. You can be a lot more trustworthy with a gut feeling if you actually set your brain first and then the brain will give you the feedback toward the goal that you have in mind. Now you can start to feel intuition that you can trust a little more. And, you know, so those are the kind of things I believe, you know, if you close your eyes, you get yourself on gear, you set your goals. Now you can be kind of guided in my life. I guarantee you I have been, and I'm, I guarantee you as well, I don't always understand the process of how it works. It's beyond me. It's kind of spiritual in my view, right. uh, yeah. but at the same time, it works. And it works to the degree of your faith in your goals and your clarity of your goals. That's when you get the feedback of guidance in my own life. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? 
or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical. If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today. And I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses. And I manage all of our household to-dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI-powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com etm. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash etm, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, notion.com slash etm. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. 
Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 4.5% APY on an 8-month CD special or 4.25% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. It's Tuesday. That means we have another Ask Shauna. This one comes from Keith. Keith says, Hi, Shauna. I've been listening to your podcast for a while, and I thought I'd see what your thoughts are on this. I was trying to discuss money with a friend of mine in Canada recently, and the next thing I knew, we started arguing, or at least it seemed that way, about if money was evil or not. I kept insisting it wasn't, and my friend kept furiously insisting that it was. That money is dirty, and all of this other nonsense at least I certainly think that's what it is, but I'm curious to find out what you think about this. I suspect myself that he may have an unexamined subconscious money story going on. Still, this friend isn't the first one that is even shouted quite loudly to that money is dirty and such. I've even had at least one neighbor I know do the same with me. And all I asked him was, what do you believe about money? People can sure be strange about how they react about money. Your thoughts are appreciated, and thanks for creating this podcast. Keep it going. Keith, this was a fantastic uh, question to read because I think what you're talking about is so spot on. Money is a taboo subject. And if you're listening to this podcast, you obviously are working on breaking down some of those taboos, working on breaking down your own walls and barriers and beliefs and all of those things. But so many people do not want to join in on that movement, right? And money has these these huge walls and barriers. This is the problem, though. If we can't have discussions about money, then we keep those walls up. And that's not healthy. It's really how we are where we are with money. It's it's why I believe uh, money is one of those supercharged subjects, right? One that we don't talk about at the dinner table. We don't talk about it with friends. We don't even want to talk about it in relationships. And I can even go so far to say we don't even want to have the conversation with ourselves, right? How many times, and I'm the first one to raise my hand, how many times have you known you were supposed to do something with your money or checking in on your money, whatever it may be, and you just said, forget it. If I don't admit it to myself, then it's like it just didn't happen. So I think that what you're dealing with is this this scenario that money is very taboo and that everyone has very strong feelings. And it's hard to look at your subconscious or unconscious money stories. That really requires real work, and it's not a comfortable process. 
it's so much easier to just stick with, I think, what you believe or what you believe to be true. And I'm not making any judgments on your friend or anybody at all because I know this process is hard and it took me years and years to be able to go through this process myself. It took years of self-reflection, of really digging down and thinking about what do I think about money? What do I believe? What do I want to show up in my life? Not what anybody else, my family members, any of my friends, anybody I'm with. And then also going, it's okay however I'm feeling. However I feel about money is it's okay. It's my emotion. Uh, But also not leaning into money having charged emotions, right? Because as I said on the last episode, money is just, it's a piece of paper. In essence, we're the ones that attach feelings to it. So we have a choice of those feelings that we can attach, which means we can change negative feelings into positive feelings. It may seem really hard to do, but it is totally doable. So question, have you asked your friend maybe a follow-up question? I don't know, why do you feel that money is dirty? Like, Get him to share more, even if maybe he's a little bit more hostile. Maybe he needs to let some stress out or hasn't really had anyone to talk to about this. But I think my message really is to keep doing you, Keith. This is a really brave move to venture into these conversations. But I really want to encourage you just to keep being a light to people in a safe space where others can share with you. And really that goes... For you, anyone listening, like be that lightning rod, be the place that people can come and start having these conversations, share with them what you're learning on the podcast or what you're just picking up through your own process around money. Because the more we can have these conversations, the more we can proactively break down these walls and barriers, and then we can try to turn that big tidal wave from money being taboo into money that... It's an okay, it's an okay conversation for us to talk about and that money is okay for us to have. It's not this terrible thing that means we're greedy and horrible people, right? So Keith, I want to encourage you and anyone else who's having those conversations, just keep it going. Tell me a little bit about your own background because I know that you you set this big goal yourself of a dollar amount that you wanted to have and this idea of being financially free. And it, it took you a while to get there. Share a little bit about that story. Well, that was my small garden moving into my impossible. You know, you could say it's impossible, right? So uh, long story short, I come from a blue collar background, you know, middle class upbringing. I went to college. I graduated from a chiropractic college uh, with $200,000 worth of student debt within a few years. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Here's my here's my diploma and here's the, right. here's the uh, ball and chain around my ankle for the rest of my life. That was quite a start. But then my, you know, within a few more years, we I got married. We had a family. And so by the age of 30, I'm still just paying for food, shelter, clothing, and my student debts. And so it was a frustrating situation. And I you know, I'm a, I'm a reader, so some of the books that I read helped me to increase my uh, vision for what I wanted for the future. And my future, I just got so tired of that financial struggle that I decided I wanted a river. I wanted a river of money. Yes, <laughs> not, I love that. Not a pot of gold. Screw that. I didn't want that. I wanted a river so that I could spend whatever I want. And then next month, that river is going to fill up my pot again. That was my vision. And some, and when you're sitting down there making a dream, it's time to dream, not think of what you can do, how you can do it. 
Some things are impossible from the standpoint of where you start. And that's where I was certainly was. And I'm 30 years old and I set a goal for $240,000 in retirement income before I was 50. Impossible. Just <laughs> impossible. The numbers more. don't, yeah, the numbers don't add no. up. <laughs> but I'll tell you how it works, uh, Shauna. It's just like, again, I mean, I, I keep referring to the book, but this is my story. It's, um, you know, there's the wealthy gardener once takes one of his uh, characters over to a goldfish pond and he's trying to explain how wealth works. And he says, notice that there's all these goldfish, but there's one or two that are just improportionately larger than all the others. They're just not even close in size. How did that happen? Well, the way it happens is that those guys were just a little bit bigger a long time ago, and they started eating a little bit more food every day. And as they ate more food, they got bigger. And as they got bigger, they could eat more food. And so you see the process of a small advantage a long time ago. And that's how the goldfish pond works. There's always a big one. And that mm, little guy just was, yeah. had a slight advantage from the start. So between the ages of 30 and 50, I just had to get a slight advantage and start using that process toward uh, building the wealth. And that's what I did. I stayed within my chiropractic clinic, but as well, I went outside of that and I started getting into real estate. I started saving money. I started you know, flipping prices. It was just that. It was just intentionality. And I was starting to gain some money. You know, Your advantage financially is to have some money. And, and the process is I got a little bigger. And I started eating a little more food and I got a little bigger. <laughs> and it's just like that. It really is. By the time it's over in the 40s, this guy who doesn't know how to buy a pizza in his 20s, he's he's hiring teams of people. He's looking at apartment complexes. So I turned into the bigger goldfish over time. And so the impossible turned into the possible over time consistently. That's how it worked. I like that because it starts with – it starts with a belief, but but what you're sharing, I think, is an important message that you just decided to put in order to get that that river of money. You decided to put one foot in front of the other each and every day, and whether it was read a book or or try something, you kept the forward momentum. And I think it's easy when we're in debt. I know a lot of people listening have massive student loan debt as well, or credit card debt now, whatever it may be. And that becomes like a stopping point, you know, where you just, you can't see past that particular amount of money. And rather than going, okay, you know what? No, today I'm going to do this little thing and then this little thing. And then before you know it, it's like you, you've revved your engine yeah. <laughs> and you're, and you're ready to go. You know, I, I say this, that it's, it's a lot more subtle than people believe. You know, we're not in coal mines digging ditches. We're not sweating. It's not that kind of a sacrifice that's required. It's really, truly intentionality. So when, when I, when my day started, because I had that goal, instead of watching TV, which is an activity for a lot of people, I might be, be sitting down and reading a book that's, that's making me a little bit more understanding of how things work. So I'm educating myself. Well, while other people out there raking leaves in their yard, while they're working, they're, we're always moving. It's just that I was moving toward things that might have a little more impact toward my goals. I was just aligning my time with the thing I wanted. So any person out there, I can tell you this, that I was, I felt like I used to describe it with that student loan. When you're talking about the student loan and the person who's buried, 
I used to describe it like I was at the bottom of the ocean and I couldn't even see the light. You know how like a scuba diver yeah, goes so yeah. deep and you don't – that used to be like resonate with me. It's a terrible thought. Okay, but – okay, get that out. What can you do today? <laughs> get, you can only plant seeds. Plant seeds. It's all you can do in this life. There's a, there's a great – one of my favorite quotes in this in the whole book is that Robert Louis Stevenson says, you know, judge each day not by the harvest you reap but by the seeds that you plant – and so you just bring the intentionality back and you just use your time. While other people are doing this, you're doing this. It's just really subtle. I can tell you that the difference between wealth and not wealth isn't that huge. It's just about what you do and what you're focused on and the progress you make that's invisible to even you as it's happening. Uh, yeah, I, I love that. And you you talk about sacrifices to to gain wealth and i think that's a little bit what you're saying here what what sort of sacrifices do do we need to make is it that we're choosing not to sit a couple hours in front of the tv and we're choosing maybe to do some other activity but what are those those sacrifices that some of us actually need to make you know keep in mind like the word sacrifice has so much uh negativity yes. associated to it as if we're like out there, slaves building a pyramid. We're not doing that. You know, it's just we're more fulfilled if we're if we're using our time and we're using our talents and we're, we're engaged in something we want very much. And when you're intentional, that's the kind of stuff that you're uh, you're focused on. And guess what? All of a sudden, the things that look like work to everybody else, they they feel like you're doing what you want to do to you. So the world always saw my execution. Okay. Like going from all that debt to all that, to that river, they saw my execution and they called that work and they called that discipline and they called that sacrifice. But what I saw in my mind was my intention. I saw what I wanted. I saw why I wanted it, which was enormous to me. And I always just, I was glad to be doing the things that moved me forward. And so is, and I look at them and they, you know, they're moving around too. Yeah. They're, they're busy. They're doing, my stuff was engaged with my goals. They're engaged too. I cannot stress the difference is so subtle. And I was always frustrated because they say, you know, you can't work too hard. You can't, you're, you're, they're always giving you this advice. And I'm saying, <laughs> you're busy. You're doing nothing. You're, you're, you're running around. Right. So am I. We're just choosing different things. You're reading the romance novel. I'm reading <laughs> Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich because I want to, you know, learn more. It's not that much different. We're just choosing differences of uh, what we, how we use that hour. That's all. Yeah, it's funny when you when you mention that because I have always been the type of person that loves to read nonfiction books like The Think and Grow Rich. Or, like your book, uh, I mean, I, if you look at my night stand by my bed, it's all books around Perfect. money mindset or business or this or that. I mean, it's just that's always been since I was a little kid that that has been what I've loved. And people have always said to me, why don't you just read books for fun? Like, why are you, why don't you just pick up a book for fun? <laughs> I'm like, these are fun for me to read. Are you kidding me? I love this stuff. Shauna, it's the same people who are going to tell you. Why are you going to the gym? Why are you eating well? You don't need to lose weight. And what? What am I supposed to do? Get really out of shape and have a heart attack and then start going to the gym? <laughs> right. It's the same people. So no, 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 no. Get your line focused, man. And 
if it doesn't look a little obsessive to people, you know, your own focus, I'd say you're probably not focused enough. You know, it's, that's how, thank God, we, the Mother Teresas of the world don't say 40 hours a week and then I'm going to sit on my butt and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> you know, thankfully they have focus, you know, and that's all. If that's all, you, you want to get to the end of your life and not have regrets. You want to use your full potential. Everybody's on board for this. It doesn't happen sitting on your butt. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you've written this amazing book. Like I said, I, I've already told so many of my friends that they have to pick up this book. But what, what's up next for you after you write a book like this? You know what, Sean, and I think about those things. This is what you think about when you meditate and you sit down and you think <laughs> and, and you live a, a mindful life. But I I do like the Buddhists, how they, they have this idea that, you know, one of their core tenets is that life is suffering for a lot of people. And for us, there's a lot of suffering in life. And the core of spirituality is to alleviate uh, suffering. And I'm at the stage of my life where I'm 55 years old. And I think that I've had such feedback from people like you and people that have uh, read the book. I think that this book can alleviate financial suffering for people. It's a philosophy, it's a philosophy book. Uh, in a sense of financial achievement. Very much. And so maybe this latter portion of my life, you know, the fall season of my life, maybe the purpose of that is to help alleviate suffering. And maybe that's how I fit into things. That's maybe how it works. <laughs> so that's where I am. I like that. I like that. I'm on that same road with you. <laughs> Great. I like that a lot. Well, John, I would love for you to leave us with a little bit of a, a gem, a little actionable tip, something we can take away and, and start implementing today. If you could sum up one or two things, like how do we start right now to to build our own wealthy garden? You know, I think that one of the one of the things that helped me. You, you're probably aware of this because you're you've studied the past, you studied the teachers of the past. And Russell Cromwell used to have a book called Acres of Diamonds. And, mm. you know, I was always, when I was struggling, I'm like thinking, okay, where, how am I going to do this? Where am I going to do this? And the concept of that book, Acres of Diamonds, is that it's always in your backyard. It's always, you know, your opportunity. It's always in your backyard. It's a story of a guy who, who searched the world for diamonds, went over, sold his property and searched and searched and finally killed himself overseas. Didn't work out too well for him. While the person who came and bought his farm found these diamonds, these things that looked like, you know, jewels in the, in the creek bed. He was smart enough to have them checked out by somebody and found out he was in the biggest mine, diamond minefield in the world. <laughs> so the guy who was looking for all the diamonds had them right there, mm. right? And that always spoke to me. And I just always uh, resonated with that story. And I would say that for me, like, and I don't like to preach, but what happened to me was that I, I found that my own acres of diamonds were in my backyard and my, that's my time. That's my day. And what can you do right now? I, I go blue in the face and I get so frustrated because I'll say this over and over and nobody ever grasps the importance of closing your eyes, getting your vision clear and just allowing yourself to get focused. And over time, gain a life of intentionality. Don't put pressure on yourself. You know, put the acorns in the ground every day. Let the seeds grow. The time will take care of itself. So it's your job to plant seeds. But first, you have to have intentionality because you got to plant those seeds. You got to use your time. You got to make wise decisions in your free time. And it all comes back to uh, that time for me, just like this morning where I closed my eyes and I imagined my future that I want. It all comes back 
to that. And despite the fact that I say that all the time, I just always feel like nobody listens to me. But that was the key. <laughs> We're listening. We're listening. Well, John, this has been so fantastic. Again, I can't thank you enough for, for coming into my my realm, into the world, and, and sharing the message with, with everyone listening. But tell everyone where they can find out more about you and where they can pick up a copy of The Wealthy Gardener. Listen, Shauna, I'm a lazy guy, right? So I tell them to... Don't search for anything. Go. I'm sure you're going to have show notes at the end of this, right? Yes. Just, you'll point them over to my website. That's that's easy enough. Uh, my book is everywhere now since Penguin took it over. It's actually sitting in Barnes & Noble. Uh, that's a new thing. So uh, there's nowhere you cannot get that at this point. So you look up Wealthy <laughs> Gardener, you'll find it. As I said before, I'm hooked. I'm really hooked. <laughs> and I know you probably are as well. This is a bedside table book, a keeper for years to come. You can learn a lot more about John on his website, wealthygardener.com, or check out the link in the show notes with all sorts of good information. And of course, you can find his book everywhere books are sold. Remember, on this podcast, we collectively, we are changing the language around money to help everyone unlock the lives they want to live. Now that you're part of this movement, it's up to all of us to invite others in. So share this episode with someone that you know needs to hear this message. Tell them why they should be listening. Invite them in so we can all talk about money in a new, fun, and fresh way. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com, where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode.